You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. We're continuing our conversations with our missionaries in the field, learning more about the Lord's work and how it's impacted by uh, the global pandemic. Joining us today, the Reverend Joel Fritchie, uh, serving as director of Concordia Seminary Mercy Center in Santiago, Dominican Republic. Pastor Fritchie, thanks for being our guest today. Hey, great to be back with you guys. Always glad to, to check in with you and hear how uh, how the Lord's work is carrying on and uh, what's going on at the seminary, your family as well. So thanks so much for joining us. Tell, uh, tell us about the, the mission work in, uh, in Santiago in the Dominican Republic. So I work uh, basically on two fronts. Uh, I serve as a church planning pastor. Uh, so I have a, a small mission congregation in uh, urban uh, Santiago here, the second largest city in the DR. Uh, and then we have our regional seminary uh, here in the Santiago area in Palma Arriba as well, uh, where we have nine residential students uh, with us. And that's also our home base to uh, run our distance programs. We have 32 um, distance students in the pastoral formation program, uh, uh, working in uh, or studying from about 12 different countries around Latin America. And then we send our professors normally uh, to about five different countries for our deaconess intensive courses, where we have about 140 women in that program. So uh, working on two fronts, uh, church planting and seminary. So let's first talk about uh, just the church planting part. How has that work changed uh, since the the beginning of of this pandemic for you? Wow. Wow. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> like uh, like most pastors, I think, uh, even around the United States and, and probably around the world, um, we've gone pretty much full digital. Now, I know some uh, are still privileged to uh, do small meetings uh, in the places where they serve here in the DR. Um, we're going full. We've gone full digital uh, for about three weeks now. That means we're basically serving our people uh, online uh, and uh, through WhatsApp. uh, That's a text messaging program really popular here or app really popular here. Uh, So sending daily devotions uh, at least a couple times a day, uh, doing our Sunday, normal Sunday service hour uh, on, we're doing it on Facebook live uh, every week. Uh, So do about a 30 minute uh, devotional time with readings and a sermon and prayers and uh, even uh, visiting our people, um, some of the pastors have been able to go uh, to the locations of their missions and kind of stand in the street, stand outside of houses, social distancing, uh, and check on their people. Uh, in the area where we serve, that's probably a little more dangerous to do. Uh, it's very urban, very close together, um, hard to get out there without being, uh, you know, right next to a person. Uh, so. We're maintaining digital contact uh, through cell phone, uh, messaging, things like that with our members. So everything's gone just full digital. So a complete transition, but ministry is still happening. Thanks be to God. How do you carry on a seminary work um, digital? How has that changed? Um, and how is that similar to the work that you were doing before you were talking about distance learning? Yeah, now we make full use of technology we, we have uh, in our three years of operation here. Uh, so that is, you know, reaching 
32 students uh, in 12 countries. Uh, but even here, uh, our guys studying in residence, we've been using Zoom for three years now uh, because along with our residential students, we have six vicars uh, out in Latin America. Some of them are taking a course here or there uh, while they do their vicarage. Uh, and then uh, sometimes there are other pastors that are auditing a course or something like that. So we've been transmitting classes uh, pretty much consistently for the last three years. So that itself hasn't changed. Uh, for our professors that are serving in other countries outside the DR, like in Panama or Mexico, they've been teaching on Zoom uh, for these three years uh, from a distance. And all that's, you know, a normal everyday thing for them. Now, for us professors, uh, those of us here in the DR, um, we've made the full transition to Zoom. That means we're not sitting in the classroom with our students. We're sitting in our homes in front of the computer teaching our five resident or I'm sorry, uh, nine residential students from our homes. So that's quite a change for us. We're all used to using Zoom, but now we have to rely on it completely. We're not face to face with our guys in the classroom. Uh, and we have to teach through the screen. So I've had to adapt a, a little bit and do some extra things on Zoom uh, that I normally don't have to do. My nine guys in the Hebrew class that I teach uh, are all here in the DR. So I never had to teach uh, Hebrew at a distance before. All the guys are here. I would make use of Zoom sometimes in the classroom itself, um, but now I'm having to do things like connect my computer and my iPad simultaneously, use the Apple Pencil do you know to, to use a whiteboard function, all these kinds of things that I probably should have learned how to do a long time ago, but now I, I get to try to uh, adapt and learn to do. And they're, they're really helpful, but it's still, it's not the same as uh, being in the classroom with the guys face-to-face -face, uh, teaching and learning. Uh, but, you know, uh, the Lord has blessed us with this means to uh, reach our students, and, and we're continuing to do it. So, um, yeah, it's, it's changed slightly, um, but uh, making probably full use of technology now, whereas before, uh, you know, technology was something certainly uh, we were using. Now we're completely dependent on it. <laughs> yeah. How have the seminarians responded? What, what have, what has their experience been like? Uh, the ones that are in the DR used to being in, in the in-person classes and now also completely online and the ones that are, that are deployed. Uh, what are, what have their experiences been like? Well, it's, uh, it's different. Um, we're, we're all doing sheltering in place here. So students, professors, missionaries, uh, we're all sheltering in place uh, at home, at our homes with our families. So, that means for the nine residential students here, five of those guys are uh, dorm students. They live in the dorm, which is uh, on the same property as the seminary. It's about 20 minutes from where our missionaries live in Santiago. So those five guys are sheltered in place in the dorm. So you got five young men in their 20s, 30s, all together <laughs> in, uh, <laughs> in the dorm. Um, they share rooms, so there's not a lot of private space. They can go outside of the dorm building, get some alone time. Uh, but we set up a makeshift classroom up in the dorm, uh, and the guys are, are doing their classes uh, and that kind of a thing. Uh, and then the guys that are here uh, close to where we live, married guys who are in apartments with their uh, spouses and families, 
those guys are, are really close by here. So they're in their apartments uh, doing classes. I mean, life has changed a lot. We're n none of us are really getting out that much. We're going out for essentials, uh, for food, for medicine, um, propane gas, because uh, we rely on that uh, on a daily basis for our stoves and things. Um, but it's really uh, changed quite a bit. I mean, not, not much face-to-face -face contact. We can all get out and take walks and that, but pretty much closed up in our homes. The students uh, so far uh, are, are doing well. Um, it's been difficult for them. They're keeping in touch with their families, their churches back home. Uh, we're doing the same. In fact, last week, Tuesday, we just had a, a meeting with our sister church body presidents just to give them an update on how the students are doing. We also wanted to hear from those church body presidents to make sure that they were okay with their students staying here uh, in the DR uh, until classes end toward the end of May. Um, that was a tough decision for us because in some respects we uh, thought about, well, should we send these guys back to their home countries? Would they be better off there? Um, but in a lot of those places, internet isn't fully reliable. So it probably would have meant uh, cutting off classes early. And we didn't want to have to do that if we didn't have to. So everybody's content here, uh, sheltering in place, uh, continuing on with classes. Our students have uh, extra projects that they're working on during this time. Because normally, as I've told you guys before, as I've shared about the work here, our students are out in our missions and in the communities of our missions 10 to 15 hours a week. A lot of that is doing visitations. So obviously we can't do that right now. Um, so our guys are doing a devotional project. So what they're doing is writing uh, four devotionals per, per week. Uh, these are devotionals that are going to be made or are being made available to all the pastors in our sister churches in Latin America. So we're putting together a pool of resources. Uh, so our guys, while you know church planting is a, a huge focus of our program, and we can't be out uh, in the churches physically, uh, so to, to to take the place of that uh, at this time, uh, the guys they're still doing you know outreach and things like that through electronic means, but they're writing these devotionals uh, and providing a wonderful resource for all of our pastors, uh, our missionary pastors and our sister church body pastors to use and share with their people uh, in this time of the pandemic. We have just about a minute and a half left. We'd love to hear how your family is doing as well during this time. Absolutely. Um, you know, in some respects, it's normal life here because my wife uh, does classes online with uh, Concordia Theological Seminary in Fort Wayne through the Deaconess Program uh, at a distance. My boys are all doing uh, classes online as well. And so not a single thing has really changed with that <laughs> other than having dad home uh, all week. But, you know, I'm in my cave here um, doing my, my <laughs> digital ministry, teaching my classes and, and things like that. So I hold up, find a, as quiet a place as I can. Uh, but everybody's doing really well. Uh, probably the, the biggest prayer need uh, I'd like to put to, before you guys and our listeners are um, is my son, Andre. Andre, uh, for about a year and a half now, has been on uh, growth hormone treatment. And he and Clarion were due to go back to the States two weeks ago to pick up a three or four month supply of growth hormone. 
And of course they had to cancel the trip. And so within probably the next week, we're going to run out of growth hormone. Now, the good news is that's not critical uh, to his everyday life. I mean, he can live without the growth hormone. It's just uh, any time that we wait before we go get the next batch, uh, if it's a month or six weeks or two months, whatever it may be, uh, he's just going to have very slow growth during that time. So thanks be to God, he's healthy and he's happy uh, and he's growing, uh, but it might be slowed up just a little bit uh, during this time. So uh, please keep Andre in your prayers. Uh, he uh, has gotten used to receiving his daily shot, and pretty soon that's going to end. And But, you know, he's happy, content, and he's going to be celebrating his birthday on April the mm-hmm. 8th. So uh, excited for him, 11 years old. Hmm. The Reverend Joel Fritchie serves as director of Concordia Seminary and Mercy Center in Santiago, Dominican Republic. Pastor Fritchie, thanks so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour today and sharing your story with us. Thank you, guys. God bless. You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support The Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you, anytime, anywhere. Anywhere.